I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. Just a massive thank you to everyone who's been packing the European Beer Cafe for these live shows as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. One more left this weekend. Great lineup. So the lineup this weekend is Anne Edmonds, Cameron James, Ben Russell, and Conchetta Carista. It's going to be so much fun. So make sure you go and get a ticket at time of this recording. There are 12 tickets left, and then we are sold out. So there will be no more after that. So 12 tickets, get in very quick. Also, apparently, he's been packing it as well. We've had a whole uh, season so far of sold-out shows. What I suggest doing is do the double. Do uh, the podcast on Sunday, then go and get some dinner, and then an hour after that at 830 is the final one. That'll be a fun one. The, f- the last one. And then Ben and I will put it to bed. Thanks, everyone, who's been coming out to these shows. They've all been lots of fun. Also, thanks, everyone, who's uh, Patreon subscribers. Hopefully, you're enjoying the little uh, Q&A, the apparently Q&As that I've been putting up. They've been lots of fun to do in the show and glad that you're enjoying them when I put them up and lots of likes. If you want to know what I'm talking about, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Five bucks a month, you'll get a weekly podcast. Uh, and now during festival, you get one every day for this week. And uh, yeah, it helps me keep the lights on, helps me not to worry about other work and can just concentrate on doing the little pod that could. Massive thanks to everyone who's been on, on iTunes and leaving five stars and a little review. That's always nice. And everyone who's been sharing the podcast around. So many people I see on Twitter when people are like, hey, I need some podcast recommendations, putting up DYKWIA and then having to explain what it is. But that's fine. And uh, yeah. That's all I need to say. Enjoy this episode recorded live at the European Beer Cafe with Joel Creasy, Danielle Walker, Carl Donnelly and Luke Peggy. coming back have some business to attend to so <laughs> last week there was a guy in the front row from Tasmania who said that they don't have bumblebees <laughs> I went on the website agcr.wa.gov.au government website you can trust it okay it's been fact checked <laughs> and look the large earth bumblebee Bombus terrestris is common in Tasmania Yay. don't mess with me about bumblebees okay <laughs> You'll fucking get stung. Okay, so although there there was, I, I did I did have some misinformation. So I, I said that they they were introduced to wipe out the European wasp uh, uh, situation. Uh, a listener, Jackie Steele, who's also uh, an entomologist, uh, <laughs> she asked her colleagues and says, "Is this true?" And they said, "European wasp eggs are laid in cells inside their heavily guarded nest." I'm having trouble picturing a bumblebee stealthily tiptoe <laughs> squeezing through a wasp nest in search of eggs. Didn't say it's impossible though, so... <laughs> hey, if this is your first time to the podcast, what I do, I get four very, very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives, so let's meet them now, our first guest. He shares his name with a construction professional in California. Can you please welcome us, Joel Creasy, everyone! <laughs> Hi, Joel. Welcome. I share my name with who? A construction professional. Oh, he sounds hot. <laughs> In California. Oh, no, my ex is from LA. No, oh, no okay. Yeah, yeah. You ever worked construction? Um, <laughs> no, I have been in a mesh um, uh, high-vis um, <laughs> top before at Mardi Gras, though, and a construction hat. Needed yeah, that. That's um, close enough. Yeah, that's close enough. All right, also joining us is a woman who shares her name with the finance features correspondent for the website Business Insider in New oh. York. Can you please welcome... It's Danielle Walker, everyone! <laughs> Hey, Danielle. Hello. Do you know about this is a new one? I've never seen her before. Oh, I'm sorry. I was having a chat. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> finance features correspondent for the website Business Insider. N- no, I don't know what it, that is at all. <laughs> <laughs> Business. Yeah. I think writer. I think she's a writer. 
Oh, well, yeah, we've got that in common. Yeah. Yeah. You're all right. I just got sidetracked because I was having a nice chat up the back and then I wasn't expecting, sorry, I, yeah, I'm good. I'll, have, I'll be fine in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest shares his name with an estimator for trenchless construction in British Columbia, but the one we have here is all the way from the UK. Can you please welcome us, Carl Donnelly? Hey. So, hey, mate. That's two construction people this week. I know. Yes. Oh my God, I like the village Which people. Should we start a rival construction company? I would love that. That is very bad at construction. Mm, yeah. Well, I'll do the admin. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy, Carl Donnelly, in British Columbia, is an estimator. So he's not yes. have to be exact. Just go, oh, I reckon it's that. Is uh, that what an estimator yeah. does? I think, yeah. I don't. That's not how I think. We I know. Well, we'll ask someone who's actually know. worked uh, labour who's up next. And finally, it's a man who shares his name with an aviation mechanic from Jim Boomba in Queensland. Can you please welcome from the Mid Flight Brawl podcast? It's Luke Heg, everyone. <laughs> now, Luke, have you worked construction? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I still do, in fact. <laughs> so we've got a startup that needs some help. Um, our business insider's not very good. <laughs> but do you know about this Luke Heggie in Queensland, Jim Boomba? Are you, you're from Queensland? Yeah, originally? I'm from Queensland, yeah. Where's Jim Boomba? Jim Boomba, it's not far from Brisbane, it's sort of south, in the hills. And hill, hill people. Hill people? <laughs> yeah. We had them in Tassie. They're, yeah. not, They're not good. Just yeah. two families, but about 500 of them. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he's an aviation mechanic. Can you mm. do a podcast all about planes? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm reticent to contact people directly. Though. We're very, very disparaging to anyone we've ever looked at. <laughs> and I'm going to get bashed if, if they find me. So I'm not right. looking him up. All right, our first game today. It's called Social Me, Me, Media. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read out tweets from the four of you. If you know who wrote them, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You can't buzz for your own ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> you get a point if you're right, a point to the person who actually wrote it if you're incorrect. Okay. So, here we go. First one. R.I.P. Prince Philip. Gone too soon. Uh, <laughs> wait for it, there's more. I got stuck on 99 once. I can't even express how sad this makes me. Saturday night show at Town Hall starting to oh. shift tickets. Get in. <laughs> Luke Heggie. You are correct, yes. Point there for Carl. Classic. Classic Heggie bit of self-promotion there. <laughs> Best self-promoter in the business. <laughs> Always said it, mate. I don't know about that. Whenever yeah. there's a famous death, I'm like, I can't yeah. wait to see what, what shows Higgy's got to plug. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> last time we were on, I read out the Jeffrey Epstein one. That was yes. a good one. Yeah. A lot of good feedback on that one. Yeah, yeah. Good night, sweet prince. No, no one was... <laughs> Do you, do you follow that Twitter account, Liza Minnelli has outlived? And every time Liza Minnelli has outlived someone, it tweets, Liza Minnelli has now outlived Prince Philip. And it's fantastic. How many, uh, how's she still going? <laughs> what happens on the day she dies? I know, that Twitter account's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have a joke about Prince Philip in my show. Mm. And the night he died, uh. got away with it. The next night, everyone's like, oh, too soon. I'm like, yeah. I was doing this for months. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. If anything, it's, it's the exact right time to be doing it. And he's been dead for months as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> Next question. My dad was over the moon with his world's best dad anal beads. Luke. Joel. <laughs> I heard Joel first. Danielle? No, it was Carl Donnelly. Yeah. Another one of Carl. It's not, it's not 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of artistic license. Didn't get that. him engraved. It was, my, it was my mother, no. <laughs> um. Do you buy... Does anyone buy their dad a Father's Day present? Fuck, I thought you were going to say I know, yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Um, no. When is Father's Day? September. First, oh. first Sunday in September. Too much on in September. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, Mother's Day is a big thing. Everyone celebrates Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Father's Day, I reckon you get, like, ten minutes in the morning and that's it. No, my yeah. dad loves gifts. Oh, does he? He loves it. He's, like, always... I s go see what he likes on Instagram and then <laughs> go find something. He's always into, like, a fashion a 19-year-old boy would want. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's always like, we need to go to Maya because I need a leather bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it feels really outdated. I get things like cards from my kids, like in the shape of a necktie. Yeah. Like a fifties oh. dad. Like, I've, I've never worn a neck. They've never seen me in a necktie. <laughs> I've worn a tie since I was at They're school. They're asking you to smarten up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of all this t-shirt dad business. <laughs> Next question. An Australian seeing Cardi B's pussy for the first time. Marge, the reins are here. Oh, Carl. Yes, Carl. That's Danielle. That is Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an iconic ad. <laughs> do, you know, do you know this ad, Carl, that no, we're talking about? He goes, uh, the, they're eating corn on the roof and all the corn juices are flying everywhere because corn's quite juicy. Mm. And um, mm. the people downstairs feel the rain hit them because they're in a drought, and then they yell, Marge, the rain's are here. <laughs> and they're really happy because it's rained for the first time, yeah. but right. then they realise, it's... nah, it's not. No. It's the most yeah. Australian thing. It's actually different. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like real hill people from that town. <laughs> Why is it about Cardi B then? What's that? Who's that? That's from... Oh, God. <laughs> what? That's why you're getting those cards on Father's Day. <laughs> my kids asked me what a WAP was the other day. Loose? What's that? My kids asked me what a WAP was the other day. And it's not what you, your generation thinks it was, which is from Kingswood oh. Country. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we both, my wife and I, go, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And they were like... Because the song came up in some TikTok they were watching. Oh. So I just played dumb Did when I really wanted to say, I'm actually pretty cool and I know what it means. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should learn the routine with them. It's like a bonding, family bonding exercise. I'll be Megan the Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> so you. Next question. I got told I don't respect audiences. Bullshit. There's nothing I like better than when a joke hits and their stupid little faces light up. Joel. Danielle. <laughs> yes, Joel. Luke? Yes, you are correct. Put that show. You like that one, Haggy? <laughs> I forgot. My, my, my Twitter's like solely for bereavement purposes these days. And I that forgot was I did a couple from like 10 years ago. Yeah, maybe, it was so. from 2016, that one. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. All right. Next question. Off to do my first stand-up gig in nine months. Frantically watching old YouTube clips of myself in the back of an Uber. Danielle. It's, it's only watching oh. myself back I realise that all those people who have called me irritating over the years really have a valid point. Thank you, yeah. uh, Joel. You are correct, yes. <laughs> and I was in bed and didn't have a gig. <laughs> <laughs> Popped on a best of. <laughs> what was your first gig back? Uh, the, the Royal Brighton Yacht Club, because oh. I've got a real type. Um, <laughs> And they loved me. I didn't make a joke. I just did this around the stage for 45 minutes. They thought, oh, this is art. <laughs> <laughs> Were you busy that night, Heggy? Said yeah. no to us. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first gig back? Oh, we never stopped. We oh, didn't, we didn't yeah. fuck it up like down here. We were, we were fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Carl, how, how many gigs did you do before you... Because like, you were in London. Yeah, we were in London. And then you were in quarantine here. And then what? Start the first festival straight away? first gig I did was at the Comedy Republic here. And I was... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then it took a few gigs and you don't, you don't forget it, do you? You're just, just, you're nah. just a bit ropey. Mm. Never had it, so... Uh, <laughs> 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 Danielle, because you, you're back up in Brisbane now. No, I'm in Sydney. Sydney I moved to Sydney. Right. Yeah. yeah. You coward. Got Sorry. away. Sorry. <laughs> I did the second lockdown here and then I moved there and then I had to do their shit. <laughs> other lockdown, sort of. When all, the bro when all the shit in the northern beaches happened and then I had to go to Darwin... <laughs> And lock myself in a miner's donger. That's right, you and you Darwin's... Shut the, you never say a bad word to me again about it, Joel. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble. I can look at see both of you and I'm just... No, I got, I'm did angry. Did you Darwin thing? Yeah, I did the Darwin. Oh, my God. But you were in there the same time as Nikki Britton, weren't you? Yeah. But you couldn't see each other? No, we could, we'd go hang out by the fence. Um... <laughs> it's like rabbit-proof fence. <laughs> yeah, every day, four o'clock. We tried to play. We tried to bring hand sanitizer and um, play handball by sanitizing our hands in the ball because you're allowed to sort of be sort of semi near each other. But then we we're worried about the ball, like going into a different fenced off area. Oh. So then we just sort of like, you know, let Nikki have because I I was having a like the food was horrible because um, it was made by 
I guess, like Darwin chefs. Um, <laughs> no offence to Darwin chefs, but it was, it was bad. Um, but I think Nikki was having like a, a, a rougher time because she hadn't done the second lockdown here. Yeah. But do you um, think if you like if your tennis ball went somewhere else, it's like the Gaza Strip. You're gonna fucking, I guess no, another two weeks. <laughs> I reckon I would have just got. There was this one man who we'd watch every afternoon who did a, his walk at the similar time, and he just used to like duck underneath the fences and go from area to area. Oh, oh. And we wanted Sounds to like dob him in, but we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we didn't dob him in, but we yeah, because you know you don't want to dob in. No, so I think he was from the international area too, where you're not oh. supposed to like. Oh, actually, they, that is actually worse now yeah, that I think right. about it. <laughs> you need, like, a top dog, like, at prison. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> actually, the international area, they're only supposed to be on their balconies. They're not supposed to leave their balconies. They're all these, like, English men who were just s- roasting themselves in the sun. <laughs> I'm literally right here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. My new hobby is drinking more water so I can pee more often. Just something to do to pass the time. Luke. Yes, Luke. That's Carl. No, that's Danielle Walker. Point there for Danielle. Me, I told you I had got really bad acne in the second lockdown. Mm. Oh, yeah. From yeah, stress, me. and I was trying to um, get, it, get rid of it by drinking water. Just flush it out. A lot, yeah. Not, not funny, just I, had, I just needed to do something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. I think people need to start cutting the PM a bit of slack. It must be incredibly challenging running a country while being a total fucking idiot. Danielle. <laughs> Yes, Danielle. Luke Heggie. No, that was Carl Donnelly. Yes. Oh, wow. oh, my God. We're not the only country with a dickhead PM. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd argue ours is worse than yours. Absolutely not. Do you not reckon? I hate my, our cunt more than anyone in the world. <laughs> I yeah. cannot stand it. We hate our cunt more than you hate your cunt. <laughs> Be surprised. I didn't know that. I know he's unpopular and stuff, but yeah. I think he's... Boris Johnson is such a, like, he's so posh and fucking annoying. I thought the hatred towards him would be more visceral. No. Mostly I hear about Scott Morrison is slightly hated. barbed piss takes. No, I think he's the most hated for fucking decades. Oh, yeah. 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 Something totally. to be... You can take that home with him, can't you? Like, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Something to be remembered for, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Remember when we all cared about Jessica Watson sailing around the world? And then she sailed into a shipping lane in the first few days and we're all a bit like, uh, are you sure this is a good idea? Such a simpler time. Take me back. Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Joel. You are correct, Danielle. Yes, it was Joel, yes. Do you know, oh. I worked at Sanity Music when I was a teenager. Oh, my God. So cool. And she had an album come out. That yes, lady. Right. She, she it was called Songs to Sail To. Oh. <laughs> And we had to play it for like weeks on end in the store. And it was just like that Enya song, Sail Away, Sail Away. So it would have been Sail Away, would have been Sailing, who sings? The Jolly Stewart. Stewart, yeah. And then the rest is just remixes of those two. Yeah. Is that what it is? Just songs about water, other things that sort of semi relate. It was the worst thing we ever had to listen to in that store. Didn't have six months in a leaky boat on it, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> did you? So she didn't do a song though on it. No, no, no. It was just a compilation of songs that had water-related and sailing-related songs on it. Oh, my God. She's a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, just, like, get a life. Really? What's she she do now? Oh, exactly. She hasn't hasn't done Dancing with the Stars. She's like, to get me out of here. I mean... Yeah, no second album. Exactly. Next question. When we bought a television, it came with the film Love Actually Preloaded. Free. All we have to do is turn the fucking thing on on a Friday. <laughs> Carl. Yes, Carl. Luke you are correct, Carl, yes. <laughs> the only ones I know are the ones I did. That's, that's the game. You're not meant to know. Otherwise, yeah, you're know, a weirdo. But, you know, yeah. just, I haven't memorised I your thing. three Twitters. Someone yeah. else fucking yells at me. But pre-show, I did memorise every single tweet <laughs> you've ever done. So. It really is a film on all the time. Oh, it's gross. Like it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Hasn't aged well. No. It's, it's, um, it's getting a lot of shit from, from your types, actually. <laughs> Podcast hosts. <laughs> and a final question for this round. Imagine joining the army thinking it's going to be all machine guns and camouflage in the desert, only to end up having to disband an eight-person barbecue in lockdown. Joel. Yes, Joel. Danielle? No, that was oh, Carl Donnelly again. Oh, yes. Thank oh, you. Really wrapped you up the points. You throw me off because you still have topics that 
seem like they could be Australian yes. topics. Oh, I'm just like, why is it not just the Queen and having stuff? Having a broad sense of humour. <laughs> <laughs> fucking here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. I've married one of you, so I sort of feel like I should keep my toe in the pond. <laughs> also, I like Danny thinking he just should tweet exclusively about the Queen. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Queen, <laughs> Spice Girls. Oh, uh, I'd love that. I'd start following oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably boost my numbers somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at the end of the first round, the scores are Luke Heggie, zero points. Sing off the mark there. Joel Creasy on one point. Daniel Walker on three points. In the lead on six points, it's Carl Donnelly. Six points. You come here, you take our wives. <laughs> take our points. All right, this round is called Nine to Five. What a way to make a living. Now, we've all had jobs. Sometimes that's good, sometimes that's not so good. And today we're talking about a job that a young Luke Heggie had. Oh. Now Luke, for a short time, was in the UK working in a pub. But what happened at this pub that Luke still considers to be one of the best days of his life? Was it A, the pub had one of these archaic policies that if someone turned up with a horse, the pub had to house the horse. <laughs> this never happened until one day it did happen and Luke had to go tie it up, give it water and feed it. Luke had no idea what to feed it apart from hay and apples, but the pub didn't have any of those, so Luke thought he would just treat it like a big dog and feed it mince. <laughs> the horse had quite a reaction to it and shat severely, but what made the shitting so great was that it all went over the pub's windows in the dining room where the posh diners were eating. <laughs> so that is A. That's just all in A. Okay, B. During the dinner service, an old woman lost her mind at Heggie because she said he didn't enunciate properly. Luke replied that he was Australian and she started getting very animated and angry about it. So much so that her top teeth fell out and smashed on the floor. Okay. Or C, the owner asked Luke to go tell a table full of rich posh people to fuck off. <laughs> now one of these is true, you can ask me as many questions as you want, but bear in mind he wants you to get it wrong, so he gets your point. You don't have to answer altogether, you can answer A, B or C, whatever. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Have, have you any previous history of horses from your home I've, town? I've never really liked horses. Like, despite what people say about the majesty of horses and that, I've never given a fuck about horses. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't really care right. about them. Okay. I don't know, what's, I don't know what about them. Danielle, did you care. have horses growing up? Uh, no, but there was one next door and it was the first time I saw how big... Um, <laughs> oh, horses. Yeah, I saw the dick come out when it went to oh. pee. Oh my god! Because they're oh. up and then they come down. Yes. Um, yeah, that was interesting. And, and uh, when I worked at the dog boarding kennel, um, the we our boss was a horse dentist, and <laughs> we're like three horses that lived in the paddock out the back. So I've Sorry. been around some horses. Oh. Horse dentist you know does horses, sound like yeah. an old timey slur, by the way. Uh, <laughs> well, they're a fucking horse dentist, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I've been um. You're saying they've got quite big. Yeah, yeah. I've been um, ejaculated on by a horse. What? Um, how, not by choice. How did that happen? <laughs> I was filming a documentary with, with Reese Nicholson in Colac and they said, do you want to watch a horse and a, a bull? Uh, the bull was called Kai as well. I was like, what are you, PT from South Yarra? <laughs> and, um, and they said, do you want to have watch these two horses have sex? And we're like, oh, obviously. <laughs> and, um, and, and then the one horse pulled out too early and it was like a super soaker. Oh. And it sort of shot through the air like a silky lasso. And oh. went all down my face. And Got him out. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, no. Never called. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it was awful. And I knew I had to give like five minutes of like TV, like, oh, this is gross. And then I was like, all right, cut the cameras, I'm leaving. So oh. I drove off and left the whole crew and Reese there at the farm <laughs> for about three hours while I showered. <laughs> <laughs> this is about. <laughs> but this well, was about to... you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go from there? Am I supposed to comment on that? Yeah. <laughs> Pointing Salty at me. is the answer to your next question. Um, <laughs> Because everybody asks. <laughs> so, C, was your boss, what was his name? Bernie. Bernie. And In why fact, we... you know what his last name was? Hmm? His, his name, this guy's name was Bernie Startup. And he was no, actually... It's not. <laughs> he was actually... He was, he was an arsonist, to top that. He, he burnt down a, a heritage-listed um, like building next door so he could make a B&B next to the pub. Right, right. So he sounds Everybody. like the sort of person that would happily go and he tell a table. He was fucking excellent, man. He, he was great, great guy. Ex-copper. So he would actually... So he, it's more likely that he would go over and tell the table of posh people to fuck off. Oh, he did that all the time. Well, so then why did he make you do it? 
Well, he just wanted to give me a gift. <laughs> so, do you reckon arsony ran in the family? That's why they called him Bernie to begin with. They were like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a classic yeah. name. <laughs> Did um, you say it was the best day of Heggy's life? Best day of his life, he said. Not I think one off. off. One off. You know, yeah, I've got sorry. kids now. You've got kids to say are, that that's. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> kids married. Pre that's still fucking good. Like, for someone who worked in hospitality, I don't know if any of you do. How would I? But, like, you, you fucking. Like, you really want to, you know, just tell people to fuck off. And you want to you tell old women, you want to laugh at old women, you want to <laughs> fucking do what you can. Do what you can. Yeah. Just get something back. Yeah, you know? okay. It's good. Right. Um, I'm coming back round to see then. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Go on. Because um, there was a point in the UK where um, some of the mints that was being sold there contained horse within yes. it. Um, what years was this within? Uh, this was this was nineteen ninety eight. Oh no, that's quite a bit so earlier. Pre, <laughs> pre-horse meat scandal. You know, I was six. I was six pre-horse years old after then. the death of Princess Well, it was Diana. it was exactly during the BSE issue, the mad cow yeah. thing. Oh. But still, I hate horses, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so that one wouldn't. So so this was the best day of your life. So what was best day? Feeding the horse or the day? So was what was good about the horse day? Oh, is it that the, you made like the, the horse, horse sit? shat on the like on the windowsill? You know that sometimes they lift their tail and just fucking bang. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it wasn't great. It wasn't like those round ones that you throw at your brothers and shit. It was yeah. like a fucking frothy gravy sort of. Oh. Like a, oh. And it just rode up the. And they were, they were like lead light windows too. So I was fucking cleaning in them. It, it took a fair bit of cleaning to get that off. Oh, okay. Oh. And people are having their, you know, posh dinner right there. And <laughs> boof, skid, skid mark up the window. <laughs> Pretty good. Confused. What was oh. B? B was the old woman's teeth fell out and smashed on the floor when she said you weren't enunciating properly. Oh, no, I, don't right. I mean, they, they didn't smash. Like one of them broke. You sound like it's fucking shattered, like a fucking broken flute of, you know, crystal. No, it's, it's, it's like one smashed. Mm. She still picked them back up, but there's one. One that was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. You're really enjoying that. So. <laughs> but he also loved talking about the the horse's frothy gravy <laughs> shit. Make it very hard. <laughs> I, I will say that that law that you state. I don't think that's true. So this is why I think oh, that man, is not they happening. They still got this shit. Like you still. I'm, some... I'm 39 years old and I'm from England. I've <laughs> I never seen a horse drinking in a pub. Oh no! This is this is twenty five years ago. They're still talking. Well, they're still doing that. <laughs> this is hundreds of years old. They still got those things where you can piss on the back wheel of a fucking cop car and shit. Like, <laughs> admittedly, you can't. my friend got you arrested. Can't. My friend got arrested for pissing on a horse, uh, on a police van. Well, yeah, Just, you can't piss yeah. on the police van, but you not can piss from on the, the inside. Car. Now you're you're well. from the UK. Can you t- can you? Because I brought this up on a podcast weeks ago, and people didn't believe me that. They, they have these things called pissoirs that come up in just in the middle of the street at night and mm. you can piss on them and they go down again in the morning. What? Yes. yes. To our shame. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, in, in central London, in Soho the West End, and yeah. stuff, there is basically a four-way... It's like a sort of cross-section yeah. like that. Yeah. And so four men can piss it's at the same time. It's not just bumblebees I know about, guys. <laughs> bumblebees, and where men can piss. Ah. Oh, yeah, I don't think you realise how feral the English are. Men? Oh, no, great. we don't. You, you've... Your people have visited here before. Like, <laughs> man, I've spent a night in jail because they don't exist here. Like, it's fucking grim. Right. Try, try pissing here and find yourself fucking fingerprinting a mugshot. <laughs> See what happens. Where, what, where were you doing this? Where about? Brisbane. Brisbane. Sort of on the tail end of the Joe era. Because my brother got arrested got for doing bashed. that. Got bashed. My brother got arrested for pissing in the street mm. and had to go to court. Yeah. Oh, my and God. They, like the, he had one of those lawyers that were like just given to him and the lawyer said, well, you're going to pay the fine. That's the most they're going to do. And he's mm. like, well, I don't need you then. I'll defend myself. Uh-huh. And the judge said, anything you want to say? He goes, you're on it. When you've got to go, you've got to go. The defence rests. And then the <laughs> judge <laughs> went nuts at him. Like, fuck it. He said, if I, could, if I could give you more, I would, but I oh. can't. And yeah. Good on him. Though. I should get Jason on the podcast. He tells yeah. it better. Uh, <laughs> I, got, like, I got an indecent exposure charge for that. Really? Sick. Like, I might as well just run around nude in the middle of the day <laughs> down the Queen Street Mall. It's the yeah. same fucking thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Make the most of it. <laughs> I'd love to go and re- represent myself, though. I don't want to go to court, but I'd love to represent myself. What would be the crime that you've done? Oh, I don't know. Uh, wanking off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> 
bestiality. Um, <laughs> no, but I'd, I'd, I'd like rattle, I'd go full fucking L Woods from Legally Blonde, yeah. representing I'd brush up on those the night before. Might do a number. <laughs> All right, what do people think? They think A, B, or C. So, Joel, I'll get you first. I reckon B, because you mentioned that you liked yelling at old women, and then oh, this. Fuck, not as a. T- yeah, take it <laughs> easy, man, is it? It's not a daily occurrence, but when, <laughs> when they're awful, yeah, yeah, for sure. And your face just lit up when yeah. talking about her tooth mm, cracking. Um, so I'm going with B. Danielle. I'm going to go C. C, the fuck off? Yes. Yep. And I'm going to go C as well. Go C. I just thought it's very on character. The correct. <laughs> The correct answer was C. Oh, yes, a point there for Danielle, one point for Carl, one point for Heggy. So you got to tell how many people at the table? Four. Four people at the table. Mm. How'd they react? Not well. They were really sort of posh types, and I just—they were being assholes all night. <laughs> and my boss came into the kitchen where I was cooking and goes, "Heggy, go out and tell these people to fuck off." I said, "Man, <laughs> are you sure? This is, <laughs> don't take this away from me. This is going to be the culmination of my whole life here." And went out and just said, oh, I've just spoken to the owner, and uh, fuck off. And, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what did you say, young man? I said, you heard me, fuck off. And then I stood at the door and held the door open and just mouthed the word oh. fuck off. <laughs> across, the, across the restaurant until they left. It's great. Did you get a tip? It was very good. They, le- they no. leave a tip? No tip? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, at the end of that round, the scores are Joel on one point, Luke on one point, Danielle on four, but in the lead salon, seven points, it's yes. Carl Donnelly. I'm just going to say the same answer as you every time. <laughs> just stay ahead. All right. Well, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If things are lie, you'll say nah. You can ask as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong so they get your point. So, the first one is to Luke. Now, Danielle's granddad would breed very large chickens and roosters that every time Danielle had to feed them, they would attack her. I'm already thinking, yeah, but go on. Wait, there's more. When she told her mum, her mum said that she was being overdramatic, but one time, Danielle went away for the weekend, and when she came back, the rooster was gone, and her mum had a huge bandage on her neck. Danielle asked what happened, and her mum has refused to tell her. Yeah or nah? You can ask me questions. Well, like your mum just said, no, nah, I'm not telling you. No, she'd just, like, skate over the subject. She'd just be like, no, go, uh, go you need to go clean your room up. Off you go. And you, Danielle Walker, accepted that. Just went, no, I'm not asking any more questions. I'll just go clean my fucking room. I was taught never to question authority from my (laughs) mum. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) My mum has a strong arm. Oh, yeah? Did she used to bash you? Yeah, once once the sprinkler nozzle went missing and she accused me of hiding it from her. Yeah, okay. And then she chased me around and I jumped in the pool to get away from her. And then it turned out the dog had just picked it up and moved it. But she still thought that I was gaslighting her. Okay. She still believes that I hid it. Even still though now, to this day. To this she... day, she's like, right. you fucking little bitch. You were such a little <laughs> bitch growing up. <laughs> like, you were the one who hit me. <laughs> but I, not, not to say, but I could tell that you had been smacked as a kid. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because you're punctual. I've never, I've never had to wait for you on a podcast ever. I would have said because <laughs> Townsville. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that. You know, every generation but does better than the last. And um, <laughs> my mum says that my granddad, because they lived in the rainforest, used to go out if they'd been naughty. He'd go out to find a good like vine oh. that had that was like green that had a really good whip to it. Joe Jackson mm. style. He, yeah, he and then he'd, the... he'd whip their asses so that boils would come up, and so that's why they were good. We we, we were always like. Threatened with the jug cord from the kettle. Mama Jesus hit me Christ. with the jug cord. Yeah. Oh, a vine my... from a tree sounds great. <laughs> my dad used to rip his belt off, which was the jug cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just to clarify, some people can just show up on time having not been beaten. Yeah. <laughs> I just tend to be able to tell the time. <laughs> Because I would say, not smacked, smacked, not smacked, smacked. You've nailed it. You've I think it. I have. Absolutely nailed That's it. That's my new podcast, that... smacked or not. <laughs> is, it just, is it just also the guests What's from Queensland yeah, have been exactly. smacked? <laughs> Are you from Queensland? It's a pretty basic <laughs> smacked. <laughs> All right, I've forgotten the question. Um, rooster attacked your mum. Oh, the rooster attacked your mum. I'm, um, I mean, I'll, I'll get to it. I mean, fuck. Are you an only child? No. Oh, 
are you are you are you a liar? Are you are you the um are you the youngest? No, I'm the oldest by eight years. Is it, are you fucking lying now? Like, am I allowed no, to ask? No, no, my sisters are twins and they're eight years younger than me. Oh, okay. okay, right. It's not cool. Twins they're are annoying. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to your sister. Yeah, no, no, we're good. I ran into her last night. The okay. good, uh, there's a good one. There's, I live with the bad one. Um, oh. When she moved to town, because she moved to town when she was 17, mm. and um, nobody wanted to live with her because she was 17 except for, like, 40-year-old men. So I was like, absolutely not. I'll move in with you. And then when she would... She just wouldn't... If she did a shit, she wouldn't flush the toilet. Yeah. What? She would just leave it in there to spite me. And it worked because <laughs> I was angry. And then to retaliate, I would squash her avocados so they'd be bruised. <laughs> are, you just, are they identical twins? No, fraternal. Oh, okay. Slightly less creepy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go, yeah. Luke, you are correct. It is a true yeah. story. Yeah, it's point there for Luke. Yeah. There's some lunatic shit going up in FNQ. Yeah. My, How big are these roosters? Like then? the size of a goat. Oh my God. <laughs> My granddad would just like over the years he just bred all these chickens to be humongous. Like they were like you know those cows that you see that are just all muscle and they look like bodybuilders. Mm. It was like that with the roosters. And they this rooster would pardon? Did he fight them? Well, he put them all together in a pen once. Oh right. Because because if you have if the chickens have babies, they're not all girls. Mm. And so he just had a separate pen for all the boys because if there wasn't any girls around, the boys wouldn't fight. And that way he didn't just have to kill them all. Mm. Um, so he would have them separate. But the one we got, he was like, he's a good, he's a good rooster. He's a good specimen. But he was just like a bodybuilder of a rooster. And he would always try and come in. So I would have to go in with a piece of poly pipe and like hold him back from me the whole time I was trying oh to God. feed him. Because he would try and attack me. Because he had these like talons on the back of his legs that were like this long and spiky. And uh, I told mum and she wouldn't believe me. So I went away on a scout camp and I came back. And it was the back of her leg. She, she had like a bandage around it. And the rooster was gone. And I was like, the rooster did that? And mum refused to tell me. But dad was like, yeah, the rooster did it. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, do you have any similar stories about, you know, the, the servants at your house doing anything to you? I know, he said it's as big as a goat. And I was going to be like, and how big is that? <laughs> I never saw it stick. It was... <laughs> yeah, what was his name? <laughs> All right, to Danielle. Now, at a wedding of his wife's friend, Carl thought a fun thing to do would be to take acid and not tell anyone. <laughs> he isn't sure if he got away with it, but he is sure that he ended the night with only one trouser leg. Yeah or nah? Um, so... Yes. Um, did your wife know you were an acid or you didn't tell her either? Uh, she did not know and when she found out it led to the event that caused the one trouser leg. Oh, <laughs> and what was the event? We had a absolute shit fight <laughs> uh, at which point she was shouting at me and I was on acid so I wasn't really in the mood for a domestic. <laughs> so rather than engage in the argument I decided to run away. And as I went to run, she went to grab me and her hand went into my back pocket, got caught, and as I just ran off, she just pulled one whole trouser leg off. Oh, <laughs> how do you get a whole leg off? You a stripper. Press studs. I was wearing my stripper suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, were these good friends? Uh, they were her friends. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hence the acid. And I will okay. clarify, it was also my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, OK, true. You going to say true? Yeah. <laughs> you are correct, that was a true story. <laughs> oh, it was a really bad choice. I wasn't really enjoying myself, and we were going through a rough patch, and I, but I was at a wedding not enjoying myself, and remembered I had some acid in my wallet, oh. and I went, well, this will liven things up. <laughs> You know, and I really misjudged the uh, dosage. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. I was at a friend's house recently and I said, oh, I want to try acid because I haven't tried it before. And um, then her boyfriend just popped his head around the corner and said, I've got some... I, ha I just had it for since, like, 2007 from a surfing trip. It's just in... It's just, I just got it in the room in a box. Do you want that? And I was like, no. <laughs> 2007? I don't Where's know. it go off? Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. I've not oh. done it before. I'm, I'm scared of everything. Does anyone know oh. if it goes off? 
It goes off. There you go. So what? What? Look at you. You're so happy. (laughs) (laughs) What would have happened? Would it just not have worked, or would I have gone nuts, or? You thought yeah. it, okay. Well, it's not the same thing though. If you if you think it works, it works. Yeah, placebo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just you announced yourself as the expert. So. <laughs> Are you on it now? Because we're not here. <laughs> All right, to Carl now. A few years ago, Joel was on set filming a TV show called It's a Date alongside comedian Tom Ballard. In between takes, they were just talking shit when Tom told Joel some very juicy gossip about a very prominent Australian comedian. As they were discussing it, Peter Hellier, the creator of the show, ran over to them shouting, Mic'd up, boys! You're mic'd up! Oh, <laughs> and Tom and Joel both had to go apologise to the sound crew and then ask them to please delete the audio so they don't get sued. Yeah, oh, or nah. I mean, I'll ask some questions, but it's definitely yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll play the game. Yeah, well, I was raised the right way. I was supposed to talk behind people's backs. Yeah. So you'd be way funnier that way. Um, has the uh, the rumor since come out, or is um, it still fully secret? Well, yeah, it wasn't so, so much. Yeah, well, I guess it was a rumor. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because this was a while ago, maybe six or seven years ago. So, can you tell us who it was and what the, <laughs> what the crime was? Well, we, we spoke about so many people that it was kind of hard to narrow down. <laughs> Who specifically we should be worried about? Okay. Did the person ever find out you had a bad mouth then? Oh, for sure. See, I think they piece things together since. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And what was the comeback from that? Um, well, I'm still working. Um, <laughs> it's a yes. You're going to say yeah? Yeah, Carl, of course. it was a nah. What? Yes! Uh, such a bitch. <laughs> I just feel like that's happened on everything yeah. that's ever happened. So the sound men have been like, hey, everybody, just letting you know they can uh, hear you back there. Yeah. I mean, it technically is a true story, so you should get like a half point because I've done it loads of times, but just didn't yeah. do it with Tom Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now to Joel now. Now, Luke once rode his bike across South America. In one town, he feared for his life as a pack of angry dogs were chasing him. He honestly thought they were going to tear him off the bike and maul him to death. When in the distance he saw a bunch of kids playing. He's not proud of it, but he thought if he rode the dogs into the kids, <laughs> the dogs would get distracted and leave him alone. It worked, and Luke is here to tell the tale. Yeah or no? So, <laughs> so you rode your bike across South America. Mm. Oh, regular Jessica Watson. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't uh, make a big fucking deal of it. I just, yeah. I just did it. Yeah. When's your album coming out? <laughs> did you ride into a freeway in the first five minutes? Um, what, what, so what countries did you go through? I went through Argentina, Chile, Bolivia, uh, Peru and Ecuador. Shit, okay. Andeans. Mostly Andes. Yeah. Countries, yeah. And so, it's fucking hard. So these, these dogs were chasing you? Yeah. Yeah, well, in Chile. Yeah, and now in scale to a goat, how big were these <laughs> dogs? Various sizes, but street dogs. They're mangy fuckers. Angry, though. Oh, Look really yeah. angry. Yeah. They go, they'll, they'll go, yeah. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well. They're biting my saddlebags and stuff. I had... Where they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say true, but I said saddlebags. False. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, false, please. You're going to say, nah, that is not a true story. Yeah, but it's based on a true story. So point there for Joel, but most of it is true. Well, they did, everything I said was true. What did I Just make up? The kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to our future. <laughs> so how did you get away from it? Just pedaled really fast? Yeah, I just kept going. Like the f- one was actually hanging off the saddlebag. So that was true, into it. Oh, that was the thing. Because he giggled on saddlebag. Yeah. No, I just knew the term saddlebag would make you laugh, you fucking child. I know, because like, that's a bit gay. <laughs> so, so how long were you away? How long was uh, A year. It took a year. Oh, a yeah. mm. what, what, what was what? amazing? What, what, anything amazing why? about the... No, not why. Well, I guess you're running away from something, but what was Same reason there's chefs in Darwin, yeah, but like, yeah. uh, <laughs> what? Something amazing. What? Anything amazing happened in the time? Like, what was, um, the, what was I mean, the best I, country? I was, I was running away from this guy, and fucking ten years later, here I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no, it's just a great trip. It's good. It's fucking hard. The Andes are real hard. I've crossed them 
probably 10 or 12 times, like various, you know, spots. It's good. Good trip. Very, very nice. Very fun. There you go. Um, just Get away. Mainly, mainly just looking for the next toilet. A lot of it was like, <laughs> like where's the next toilet? I am going to... I've got to park my breakfast now. So, <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Luke, you're on two points. Yes. Luke. Joel Creasy, three points. Danielle, five points. Oh. Carl, seven points still. All right, this is our last round. It's called Who Who, Who Who. In this round, I read out ten questions about you four. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get right, point off if you get wrong. Can't buzz in for your own ones. Okay. Your name's your buzzers. Here we go. Who once ate dog food just so they could stay home and watch McLeod's daughters? Luke. <laughs> yes, Luke. Danielle. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just said, who's Danielle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't even work. <laughs> it was like we were doing our co holy communion. My dad made me do my holy communion and we had to go do like a Bible study group every Wednesday night when McLeod's Daughters was on. And so I thought for some reason I was like, if I threaten my dad that I'll eat dog food, he won't take me. And so I picked up the dog food and I was like, I'll eat this if you make me go. And then he was like, go ahead, eat the dog food. And then I ate the dog food and then he went, get in the car. Oh, <laughs> really backfired, didn't it? Yeah. So now you've got to do your communion and eat dog food. Yeah. That's it. And, and the dog's hungry. Okay, um, <laughs> next question. Who here worked as a clown for a bit? Who worked as a clown? Carl. Yes, Carl. Peggy. No, it was Joel just, Creasy. Ah. I thought that'd be so Sucked funny. In. <laughs> On your travels, you might have that. trained to be a clown. No, definitely not. <laughs> Mashed a few. Never was one. <laughs> it is good to see you again. Um, <laughs> so glad we could patch things up. Now, I, I know your your parents are McDonald's licensees, yes. franchisees. Mm, yep. Was it were you Ronald or was it a different clown? Um, no, no, I was I was too kill. Cool oh no, that was a different clown. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, I wasn't Ronald. Um, but when I did work at McDonald's, I worked in the McCafe. <laughs> I was the McCafe manager. Yeah. Very cool. I got a little um a little vest. It was fun. Yeah, and, and I got you get a gold badge if you work in the McCafe. Yeah. <laughs> or if you the son of the owner. Yeah. <laughs> But what about the clown? How, so how long were you a clown for? Oh, on and off uh, for a few years. I was a clown, I was a magician. I was really just trying to find my voice. Um, <laughs> and turns out this is it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was, a, I was a clown for a while. And um, I had to do clowning at theatre school and all that bullshit. Right. Yeah. Yuck. Mm. We'll get you to do a tumble at the end of the show. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, who, who here accidentally sent a voice memo intended to a group of comedians to a very different WhatsApp group? Luke. Yes, Luke. It's Carl. It is Carl. Yes, a point there for Luke. Oh, yeah. This was brutal. <laughs> I am. Um, I was. This. My daughter was born, and we were part of a new parents group. And <laughs> I. Uh, I'm in a group. I'm, I'm in a group of my, my three best comedian friends. And I won't lie. If it ever get, gets leaked, we're all in prison. <laughs> But um, I, they kept winding me up about, are oh, your new parent friends? So I kept getting these messages about how, you know, you've got your new pa parent friends. And I left quite a long voice me memo saying, like, no, they're not even my real friends, man. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> and I was like, there's only one couple that I'd even ever hang out with after this first year's out of the way. <laughs> All that sent it to the parent group. <laughs> I got a phone call two minutes later from one of the dads, crying, laughing. <laughs> Luckily, he's the one. He's the only one <laughs> that is, like, really cool. I didn't say anything too bad. I mean, yeah. I was just saying, like, you know, they're not really my people. They're a bit boring and all that. Oh, and okay. I was just sort of playing up to my friends. And then, yeah, yeah he called me and said, you've sent that to us. <laughs> uh, deleted. But when you delete a message, you can't see who saw it. So it's no one's ever mentioned no. it. Yeah, right. It's a total mystery. Well, Although minutes, one person has one since yeah. left the group. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they probably heard it. <laughs> Man, I, I sent a fart to the wrong person on WhatsApp. <laughs> I'm Who's the right person? Well, I'm in a fart group. There's, there's like... <laughs> and sometimes like, they'll, they'll happen at night, and, and I haven't got my glasses on. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. And you, and you just press the wrong person. Fucking... Who did you send it to? Um, oh, well, it's, it was fine. It was, it was like a boss. <laughs> but he took it all right. Who's in I don't the know. fart group? 
Who's in it? it? Is it comedians or is it old yes. family no, it's friends? It's, okay. it's, uh, yeah, it's comedians. What's the first rule of fart group? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's to sanitise your phone every morning. <laughs> You know who's in it because they've all got pink eye. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next question. Who, while working in customer service, had a three times or a please policy? Three times or a please. Oh. And then I'm sure they're going to say what, it's, what it is. Uh, Carl. Yes, Carl. Danielle. No, it was Luke Heggie. Oh, off. sucked in. I was getting you on the hesitation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's the three times or a please? Well, people would come and say, give me this. I'd say, I beg your pardon. And I'd say, I beg oh. your pardon three times. And they'd say, please, on the second or third time. Or not at all, but I've still made them repeat themselves three times. Most people in the world are about three beg your pardons away from being angry. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's fucking good. Just got to get a little bit back. Yeah. <laughs> now, next question. Who here once had Fred Schneider of the B-52s in their audience? Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Joel. You are correct, Danielle. Yes, it was, da- it was Joel, yeah. How did you know that? I was I'm, I was pretending to be Fred Schneider. Wow. <laughs> I was so going excited. say something funny, cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done a Fred Schneider impression. That's really good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but where was it? I, I read about it. Uh, he, I came to my show in New York, which was very exciting. But then it turns out he goes to like every single show, so it felt less exciting when somebody told me that. The B52s is the reason that John Lennon came out of retirement. Really? Yeah. He, he and Yoko were dancing on a night at Studio 54 and they played uh, Rock Lobster. And he go, what is this music? This is inspiring. I'm going to write. And, that, and then he wrote Imagine after that. Oh, my mm. God. I should have been nicer to him. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I used to work for a music show. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who, well, uh, who prints out their stand-up shows and gives it as a program for when their mum comes and sees them? Oh, Joel. Yes, Joel. I need a point. I don't know who. I've, uh, Luke. You are correct. Yes, it was oh, Luke. Yeah. Fucking sneak. Um, yeah, my mum's deaf, so I'll just print him out. It's very clean. She oh. thinks I'm a very clean comedian. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking exhausting. I've got to write two shows. Every year. <laughs> uh. Whose dermatologist prescribed them a medication and then Luke. said it can cause depression, but most people are happy to have their clear skin? Joel. Yeah, Luke's got it. I already said it. It's yeah. Danielle. Yeah, it is Danielle. Yeah, you're correct, Luke, yes. Yeah, that was psycho of her. She said, um, by the way, I only had like four pimples on my chin, and she was like, Roll Accutane, most people get depression, but they're happy to have clear skin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I never took it, so I'm okay. Don't worry. <laughs> but if you have depression, it's okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. Next question: Who did a gig that was meant to be a safe space for people with anxiety, but the PA system was faulty and kept on making loud noises, causing everyone distress? Luke. <laughs> yes, Luke. Uh, Carl. You are correct, Luke. Yeah, yes, another point there for Luke. It was so funny. Honestly, I know I shouldn't laugh. It was a proper safe space for people with like anxiety disorders, uh. everything. And the audience was a real like mixed bag of yeah. You could see everyone had some shit going on. Jesus. And then the compare went on and was telling everyone at the start what an inclusive, nice gig it was. And the speakers blew, and it, this noise was like. <laughs> and I was oh at the God. back of the room, and it caused me to have PTSD. <laughs> so these poor fuckers in the room were all just like shaking. It's literally the last thing they wanted to happen. <laughs> oh, my friend, my friend Bradley goes to an anxiety workshop every Saturday. I'm like, well, that's just triggered my anxiety. Yeah. And um, and he, everyone has to get up like it's like AA and like tell a story. And he got up and told a story at anxiety workshop one Saturday. And then the following Saturday, someone got up to tell a story about how his story the week before had triggered oh, their anxiety. <laughs> Like, sign me up. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know if you've done Edinburgh. Was it Melbourne, Everyone. Was it? Everyone here's done Edinburgh. I've been there, but I yeah, been there's, a, there's quite a mm. famous audience member who's also a performer, but she's got Tourette, quite severe Tourette's, and she shouts biscuits throughout the show. Because yeah. uh, it's her word that she goes to to not shout, fuck off, you can't. <laughs> right. So she sort of has this sort of word she goes to. I went to see uh, an inclusive show of uh, 
Bryony Kimmins, who's a brilliant performance artist. And she, um, it was one of the ones where so it was inclusive, so it was open to people with Tourette's and that. Mm. And she was doing a very serious bit about how her son was born and uh, she wanted to record messages from his birth, you know, throughout his first years when he couldn't understand what she was saying, of like bits of advice that she might forget. And she said, and I remember the first time I recorded one, I said, and she was going to say something really profound. And the Tourette's lady went, don't fuck a dog. <laughs> 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 it was the mo- it's the most I've laughed ever in a show, <laughs> and it was everyone trying to act like no, that's fine, it's inclusive, <laughs> and I'm just crying at the back of the room. I'll arguably actually very good advice as well. Yeah. <laughs> Who here once crashed their car in a ditch at night and had to wait three hours for any help? Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Luke Heggie. No, it was Carl Donnelly. Yes. Point, not, Danielle. not just Sucked crashed in. it, crashed into a ditch, had to wait three hours for the recovery, and it was in a remote country village in the UK, and the only radio station I could find on the radio that tuned in was telling a series of Welsh ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and when the Welsh say, ooh, they really say, ooh. <laughs> and it was so cold, I didn't want, to, want my batteries to run out, so I had the heating off. I was just sitting there, wrapped in a blanket, listening to ghost stories in a ditch. <laughs> ghost stories in a ditch is a good show for your title for your show. I was still uh, thinking about how offended I am that you answered that fucking quickly. Well, no, because I just thought that like there's di- a lot there's lots of ditches on the Bruce Highway in Queensland, and I didn't ditches think ditches on every highway. I just <laughs> didn't think. Oh, for some reason, I was like, no ditches in England. Yeah. <laughs> 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 cottages on the side. <laughs> Horses in and parts. I assumed that Joel didn't drive his own car. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my, my boyfriend dropped me off tonight in our car. <laughs> and our final question for the game, whose family member got rid of a rat problem by pouring petrol down the rat holes and lighting it on fire? Carl. Yes, oh, Carl. Danielle. You are correct, yes. <laughs> That is classic Danielle's dad, that. It's my granddad. My dad likes leather bracelets. Oh, yes. (laughs) Did it work? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's some great videos on YouTube of people doing that and just blowing up their entire backyard. Well, we had quite a big backyard. Yeah. Um, So it would just happen down near the chook pen. Which was because the rats would get into the chook pen and try and kill out. They would kill our chickens. Oh so Granddad would come pour the petrol down the hole, and he wouldn't like the way he'd light it was he'd stand there till he'd finished his cigarette and then throw his <laughs> last bit of the cigarette down. <laughs> well, that'll do it. <laughs> he used to do it to lots of things. Like uh, if he saw a hole in the ground that potentially a lot of the time it would be like a trapdoor spider or something. He would just pour petrol down that and light it on fire. Reminds Granddad me, loves petrol. Of, um, old, old Bernie startup. <laughs> <laughs> good, old, good old Bernie. <laughs> Did you make that name up? No, that's his... That was oh, right, his okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Bernie. He's gone. <laughs> Lung cancer, if you want to know. Heaps of pipes. <laughs> he had a pipe in I miss you promoting the show on that one. Well, well, well. Boy. <laughs> Not nearly famous enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Joel Creasy on four points. Everyone oh. give it for Joel. <laughs> Danielle Walker on five points. Oh, um, Carl Donnelly on six points. Also on six points, Luke Hagee at the time. Peggy, because uh, you're co-winner, you can promote your show first. Uh, where's your show on? It's downstairs. Oh, it's downstairs in this very venue. Uh, every night for another week. Getting, I'm doing some extras, actually, in this very room we're at right now. It was the first show I saw on the festival. It's so good. Make sure you go see oh, uh, Heggy's show. Give up a hit, Luke Heggy. <laughs> Carl, you've got another show that's been announced. You're, no, I've finished. I've finished. finished. I've finished mine. I'm just done, here mate. for the goodness I'm just here of for the... Just not um, being in the UK where COVID is. <laughs> <laughs> Give up a Carl anyway. Yay! <laughs> Yeah, you got anything to plug? No, I do. I just decided to come down to hang out this for t- uh, the moment. So no. Great. Give up, Danielle. <laughs> Joel, you've got the radio every day. Yes, and I've got one show next Saturday. 
At the town hall? Because <laughs> I'm a really hard worker. Uh, yes, at the town hall. Town hall. Yeah. So what time? Mm. Uh, oh, I'm not sure. Just, just um, <laughs> but next Saturday I'll be there at some point. Great. Thank yeah. you for Joel. Chrissy Brood. Hey, thank you so much. We have one more of these. It's happening next week. The lineup is Edo, Cam James, Ben Russell, and one more who's not get, got back to me yet. Uh, so make sure you get a ticket. Also, my show, apparently, with Ben Lomas is on for the rest of the uh, festival. Uh, it's sold out tonight, sold out Tuesday, but there's tickets Wednesday and also next Sunday. Uh, that's all. You guys have been amazing. Thanks. I think you need to go down the back stairs, I think. Is that true? All right, cool, go down the back stairs unless you want to get a t-shirt, they're 50 bucks there. I'll see you next time, bye! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.